you know, the reason why I didn't hit burnout, the reason why I didn't walk away in this massive fluster, the reason why I still managed to hold incredible space for my clients who had massive breakthroughs themselves, I had massive breakthroughs with them, is because I was so self-aware. I was aware when, you know, when I was disassociating myself. I was aware of when I was pulling back. I was aware when I was pushing too hard. I was so aware of everything I was doing. And that's really what I've learned. Um, because you know that the energy transpires onto your social media. People can feel it. I can definitely feel it when I watch other people who, you know, maybe they are in the desperate energy a little bit. Maybe they are like, if I don't get a client and I'm not paying rent, you can feel that energy coming across and, I know how much things don't happen when I show up in that energy. Welcome to the Rebecca Hayden Show, the show where you get to step into the highest version of yourself whilst creating the business and life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, helping you to step into your power, release those subconscious blockers, and convert through social media with ease. Are you ready? Let's get going. Hello, my gorgeous listeners, and welcome back to The Rebecca Hayden Show. I am little bit nervous about today's episode because it is true, raw, real. I've given myself a title and that's where it stops. (laughs) But truly, I wanted to share my journey of what has happened in 2022, the good, the bad, the ugly, the everything in between. And I have truly wanted to do this for quite a long time. I just wanted to make sure that I was really in the best energy to be able to deliver this to you because today I am talking about going from that desperate energy coach that worrying about the um, <laughs> worrying about the next client coming in, worrying if this is ever going to happen for me to hitting 95k in Q1 of 2022. Now the first thing that I will say is it was never ever, ever about the money for me. And you know, if you follow me over on social media, if we're not following each other yet, right, make sure you head on over at underscore Rebecca Hayden, underscore Hayden spelled H-A-Y-D-O-N, but you're listening to the Rebecca Hayden show. So surely you'll know how to spell my name. Um, (laughs) But it was, it's never ever about the money for me. It was always about the impact that I can have and the way that I have all of this skill and all of this knowledge. You know, I've done my master's in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, if you haven't heard of that. And I've done my master's in hypnotherapy. You know how much I love all of the tools and techniques that I use. And I kind of fell upon the strategy, Instagram strategy, attraction marketing strategy. And I think through reflecting back, it has a lot to do with my performing arts career that allowed me to really enjoy the attraction marketing strategy because as a performer, I was selling myself, (laughs) you know, that's what I had to do. And I pretty much learned that from the age of four, you know, from the age of four, I did my first dance festival If there are any dance festival goers out there, give me a holler because 
hell it's a world, isn't it? Um, but my very first modern dance is what it was called. Um, the modern dance section was Winnie the Pooh. Hell yes. I was in a full Winnie the Pooh outfit doing my do, um, having a lovely time. But I was really in that world where I did have to sell myself all the time. And the more I reverse, well, sounded like Jonathan Ross then, the more I reverse engineer the process that I do on my social media. And I have done um, during April, because you know, all of this very exciting things are happening and coming out and launching. Um, the more I did that, the more I saw like, wow, I really am using a lot of my performance-based knowledge and experience and opportunities in order to be able to reach this amount of clients and create this amount of abundance in my business. So I wanted to go through the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I really am going to break it down into these three sections today. Like I said, I don't have any prompts. I don't have any script. This is just me being me, quite vulnerable, as you know I am, and telling you how it goddamn is. So number one, the good. Let's talk about the good. Um, I absolutely loved the energy. The energy that my social media had going into 2022. Now, the thing is, is that I actually had COVID. So I had COVID. Um, I caught it from F45. Yes, guys, I went to the gym on Christmas freaking Eve. Who does that? I caught it on Christmas Eve. I still hate myself for going to the gym on Christmas Eve. Um, anyway, I've learned my lesson. Never again. So it started kicking off around Boxing Day and I had it for literally eight days. You know, I was, well, pretty much at two weeks. I was still not feeling very well over New Year's Eve. Um, and yeah, so I didn't feel in the best energy coming into the first of January 2022. I also had been very, very busy on the run-up to that, in uh, on the run-up to Christmas, that I probably, if I truly am very open with you, was very near burnout. And I took two weeks off from serving my clients. Um, I did step back from social media quite a bit until I started coming out at the end of COVID. Um, so I wasn't really feeling great. I wasn't really feeling great. However, in the kind of week where the first hit and we started moving into the new year, I started showing up on stories and really kind of diving into mindset. Now, you know, if you've been following me, you know how much joy and enthusiasm and passion I have when I speak about mindset. And I'd done a couple of stories where, um, you know, I'd really shared some, some mindset tricks. I got my whiteboard out. I was fully in teacher mode and it just gave me this new lease of energy. Oh my God. It felt so refreshing, so wonderful. And actually I knew going into January of 2022 that I was launching Visibility Queen again, which launched in the start of Feb. So I knew that I was kind of in this hype phase. I would be moving into education phase uh, with my launch and really focusing on that. But there was just this really epic energy coming into January. Now, the good thing about this is January last year wasn't great for me when it comes to sales. Um, I think I hit about 7K last year. I think I had three clients sign. So I really went into January being like, 
no one's really going to buy in January. Complete limiting belief there, guys. Warning, 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 warning. Um, You know, people are just coming out of Christmas. They don't want to spend money. Like, let's just have some freaking fun on social media. Now, the good thing was, is that actually released the pressure from me because I knew Visibility Queen was coming up. I knew I had a lot of reoccurring income coming in anyway. I'd been hitting, you know, 20, 30, 40K months at the end of last year. So I had a lot of recurring revenue. I love a payment plan. You know, we can build that recurring revenue up. So I really took the pressure off. Now, this is something I talk about all the time when it comes to desperate energy, because the moment that we release that pressure, that's when the magic starts to happen. And sometimes that's hard to teach, you know, but I think it was because I went into January making it so fun on my social media. Like that is all I thought about was like, how can I make this as fun as possible? So the good coming out of that shift in Q1 was that I started to really, really enjoy being on my social media having so much fun on there, doing my mini trainings, all the things that you see happening in my stories to this day, you know, it's, I really amplified that. Now, having fun and being in this energy really amplified the energy of bringing people in. And wow, January was huge. January ended up being a a 49k month, Uh, I had a lot of six-month one-to-ones come in, which was crazy for me because I am very um, quick and it's very easy for me to sell my intensive sessions. Um, But I don't regularly talk about my six-month because a lot of my intensive clients become my six-month clients. So I had a lot of six-month clients in, which was so incredible. It was amazing to know that I was going on this journey with them. It was all so good. And just that feeling that the energy and the strategy and my mindset as well was so connected and so intertwined because actually in the two weeks that I took off at Christmas, I did a hell of a lot of mindset work, tapping, um, journaling, really diving in to some unhealthy habits that I'd taken on, really rerouting those, moving forward in those it was very, very good. So I really did have the most amazing start. And especially with my mindset, I have carried that through because I know I come back to this time and time and time again. But your mindset is really the the, the pinpoint of, of, of everything keeping up. You know, for some reason, I just saw one of those twisty things, you know, that they twist on a point. Your mindset is that point. So if your mindset is not on point, aha, quite literally, the the like the twisty thing, I don't even know what they're called. Let me know if anyone knows. <laughs> the twisty thing starts to wobble. Maybe it's like a dreidel or something. I don't know, making this up now. Um, But you know, if your mindset is on point, that will spin and everything stays in correlation to each other. My strategy, my content, my team, my, oh, just everything. Everything was so alive and buzzing, which was incredible, incredible, incredible. I'd also joined a mastermind, which was the first experience that I had with that. So being in the space with these women, um, 
was really powerful. It was really epic for me to kind of step into this new reality, step into this higher vibration. And actually the mastermind was a very big investment, the biggest investment that I've made to date. So knowing that, oh my God, I can pay that. Like I can pay that out of my own money because, you know, previous back in even 21, 2020, everything that I invested in, in my business was on a credit card. I pretty much created a business loan from my credit cards. Hands up if we've done that. You're not alone. Um, But, you know, all of that, so good really kind of honing in that strategy, really trying and testing new things out that I was really enjoying. I just loved it all. And of course, having the clients drop into my DMs quite literally every single week. You know, I was signing three, four, sometimes five clients a week, um, which just, oh my God, felt amazing. Now, moving into the bad. Now, this isn't bad. It's just things that I learned. The first thing that I learned is um, you don't know how many clients you can hold, how much space for clients you can hold until you start holding it. <laughs> and I know this is one of those things that you kind of have to go through to learn. I talk about this. Can you remember like way back when in high school when you used to go out with a boy and everyone was like, Becky, for the love of God, please stop going out with him. (laughs) Like he is no good for you. None of us like him. And you're like, "Mm, I'm not listening to you. And you have to go through it and you have to have him break your heart in order to find out. This is kind of what I went through in January, February. So I had a lot, a massive influx of ideal clients come into the business. They were all signing very easily. I converted 100% of every single sales call that I got onto. That was from the strategy that I use, my content strategy, the ideal client clarity Bible, the attraction marketing, everything that I'm teaching in April is what I did during last year into this year. I am teaching you. So make sure that's something you want. Go over to Instagram and have a little sneaky peek. Um, But I ended up with a hell of a lot of clients. Now, this was okay. And I know a lot of people out there are like, Becky, how the fuck are you doing that? You are a machine. I somehow have this absolute skill to hold a lot of space for a lot of people. I think I've done it all my life. (laughs) Um, But it was fine. I was okay. However, what started to happen is that I was literally in and out of client calls from sometimes 6am because of where I am and the time difference, etc. to 9pm, I would finish. And yes, I would have a few short breaks within that, but I was literally back to back clients. And when I wasn't on a client session, I was writing client notes. So what started to happen is the growth of my business started to be pushed back. So things that I really wanted to do, you know, I really want to take Visibility Queen Passive, which is coming this year. There's lots of things that I wanted to do in the business. Even my YouTube channel, really, I just didn't have time to video and it was putting so much pressure on me um, because I was just in and out of client sessions. Um, And that was a big lesson for me because I didn't know my capability, not only in mental and physical space that I could hold, but also, you know, what will allow me to grow the business and hold clients as well. So I had to go there in order to find out 
okay, that's too many clients. <laughs> that's too many clients uh, to hold. That's too many clients to um, to to be there for. And again, experience and the client. The client experience is one of my top values in my business. Yes, I love social media and love showing up, but my clients are top priority over anything in my business. So for me, it was actually making me quite upset that I couldn't fully 100% be there. Now, I would hazard a guess that my clients didn't feel that um, because I still, you know, I really showed up for them and was, you know, you know, if you're a client of mine, how quick I respond to your messages. (laughs) But I really had to learn to put boundaries in because I was getting to the point that I was like, I can't think straight. I can't sleep. I pretty much was near burnout, I would say. So that was one of the lessons I learned. I had to learn how many clients I could hold space for in order to still create um, a forward momentum in the business, but also create the the magic that I wanted to create with my clients. So that was my first lesson. Now, obviously that lesson was amazing for me because that brought in Brie, who's my, my OBM, my online business manager. And she, oh my God, how she has sorted my life out since I hired her in February has been amazing. There was lots of clients who had 30 minute sessions left, one hour sessions left, you know, that we just never really got round to put it in the diary because I'd been so busy. And, you know, the last thing I was looking at is was the admin. So really her coming in, really um, polishing up my systems. I had quite good systems in any way, but they needed polishing up like my Dubsado needed looking at. There was lots of things that we wanted to look at. And she got me on ClickUp. Safe to say we are in full swing and I am loving life. We have now created a space where I have one week on with clients and one week off with clients, which is what I tried to do at the start of this year. However, (laughs) there were so many clients that came in. It just ended up being all clients all day, every week. Um, But now we've got into this beautiful flow. Everyone's got the same time each week. Um, payments are going out automatically. There was lots of things that came from that. So albeit it was a very hard lesson for me to go through. It was a very hard lesson for me to understand because I want to hold space for a lot of clients. I want to sign a lot of clients because that means I get to work with more people, but equally I need to know where and when my limit is. So that was one of the first things. The second thing for me was you live within your means. Now, I haven't been, um, I don't want to put this out as a belief, but in the past, I haven't been the best money manager. And there's a couple of reasons for this. One, I um, I never kind of educated myself on how to be a, a good money manager. Um, I have a lot, had a lot, still have a lot of limiting beliefs around money and holding money and keeping and, you know, having the money in. Um, And that I really had to fricking face January, February, um, because I had an influx of money, more money than I have ever seen in my account before. You know, like I was crying one day because I was like, oh my God, I have never 
ever experienced holding this amount of money. And I really had to hold myself. I've got support from others. You know, I have an intuitive coach, Lottie, who really, really helps me with this, helps me with my patterns. I've got a few patterns that I'm breaking at the moment. But really, you know, I had to hold myself in this power, in this... um in this magic of having that abundance in my bank account. And I have quite a lot of outgoings now. I'm obviously paying for the mastermind. I've got my OBM. I've got a YouTube manager. I've now got a podcast manager. Shout out to Justin. Um, you know, there's quite a lot of outgoings and it all kind of happened. The team kind of happened during this year. So not only was I going through this massive up level with money, I was going through a massive up level of business, my team, the amount of clients that I was holding on to, my mindset. There was so much going on. Um, God knows how I held it all together, but I have and I'm at the other end. So that was kind of my experience with that up level. So those were my two biggest lessons. Um, And obviously really having that plan of action in place because I did have a plan to launch again in March, but man, I was so fucking tired, <laughs> like so tired that I I even stopped showing up on stories as much as I did. And that for me is a, you know how much I show up on stories. That's a complete incline that something has to shift for me because I get so much joy and love and excitement from showing up on stories. So I knew when that was happening, I was like, Mm-mm-mm, something's got to change here. So that was the bad and the ugly, I suppose, (laughs) but not so bad and not so ugly because they were all lessons. And really, when you are going through an up level, when you are breaking through that upper limit, if you've read um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, if you haven't, I would definitely recommend. But I think it's really about becoming aware. So during January, February, I was so fucking aware of myself. I always have been, um, but even more so, I really had to turn that up. I really had to become uberly aware um, of my patterns, of my strategies. Now, I've spoke about this on other podcasts, you know, finding your strategies, learning your patterns. Go back and have a little listen to those if that's something that you want to learn more about. Maybe I'll do a podcast on that coming up as well. Um, But, you know, the reason why I didn't hit burnout, the reason why I didn't walk away in this massive fluster, the reason why I still managed to hold incredible space for my clients who had massive breakthroughs themselves, I had massive breakthroughs with them, is because I was so self-aware. I was aware when, you know, when I was disassociating myself. I was aware of when I was pulling back. I was aware when I was pushing too hard. I was so aware of everything I was doing. And that's really what I've learned. Um, because you know that the energy transpires onto your social media. People can feel it. I can definitely feel it when I watch other people who, you know, maybe they are in the desperate energy a little bit. Maybe they are like, if I don't get a client and I'm not paying rent, you can feel that energy coming across and, I know how much things don't happen when I show up in that energy. So that is very important for me. So that was just a little bit of a whistle stop tour of January, February. (laughs) 
Um, March again has been so unbelievably incredible and going into April with 41 incredible women and one man on the wait list um, for my April birthday bonanza turning 30. It's just so, so, so expansive. And I know now that really kind of strategically placing things in, making sure that I know my sales focus, that's always been something that I have looked at and known, um, but really honing in on that and using support one of the biggest things I learned about myself during this time was I hate asking for help. There you go. I've said it. It's out in the open. <laughs> this has been one of the things that I've really been working with recently. Um, I hate asking for help. I know it's crazy. And even, you know, when I've got the team there, even when I've got coaches there supporting me, I was getting told told off in a nice way because they were like, Becky, you're not using me. Use me. I'm here to help you. Um, and that was something that I really had to break through too. You do not have to do this journey alone. And actually, the more you ask for help, the better it is. Um, so that was some of my biggest lessons for Q1. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've resonated with some things. If you do have any questions, um, again, I feel like my business did boom from pretty much November to now. And I'm pretty sure I'm on that uphill, you know, like it's going to carry on being that way. I'm putting it out to the universe. Oh yes, baby, goosebumps all over. But I am so ready for this epic expansion. And I am so ready for you to come on this epic expansion with me because that's what I want for you as well as for myself too. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Please let me know if you have any questions. And I'm gonna pop some journal prompts for really stepping into your higher self every single day. So these journal prompts, I want you to answer them as if it is already your reality, as if you are already your higher self. I would be answering mine sitting at my clear glass desk, looking out to the beautiful blue beach and sea of Noosa my floor to ceiling windows, the drapes blowing in the wind. That's where I am when I'm answering these questions. So truly take a moment to drop into your higher self so you can answer these questions. Number one, how am I feeling every single day? Number two, what am I saying to myself day in, day out? What are my thoughts? Number three, how am I acting every day? Number four, how am I showing up for my business and with my clients? Number five, how do I feel now I am making X amount of money per month in my business? Number six, how am I showing up for my life every single 
day. So spend some time today to really drop into these journal prompts. Tapping into your higher self is literally one of my favorite all-time exercises. You cannot go wrong. And if you do want more support with tapping into your higher self, I have two incredible podcasts that I'm going to pop in the show notes that you can go and listen to, a visualization and an exercise that you can do too. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you are sharing with your friends, with your biz besties, pass it on to someone who you think will really enjoy listening and be become part of the community. I'll see you all next week. Love you. Bye. Your love and support means the absolute world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share on your Instagram, review and rate the podcast. Those little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and it actually allows me to reach more amazing female entrepreneurs so they can tune in too. And remember, every single month, for those who have shared on their Instagram, rated and reviewed, your names will get popped into a hat and I will choose one of you for a free 30-minute one-to-one with me. All you need to do is make sure you've either sent it to my email, rebecca at rebeccahayden.com or shared it on Instagram where you can tag me at at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. I'll see you there and I'll see you on the next episode. Love ya.